All right, y'all, welcome back to WCP Was Played Podcast. Here with Brian, myself, Jalen, Jalen also, and Christian, we got Kayla Producer. Um, starting off with something that's a little more not upbeat as we usually are. Uh, unfortunately, the events that happened at DeMar Hamlin about two days ago. Um, mainly, we just want to send our thoughts and prayers to him and his family. We hear he's doing better as of now, but, you know, we're just on the up and up about him. Um, I guess from there, we go to our first topic. Um, Brian, you tell yourself something about football, right? Yeah. All right. All right. So as you know, the playoffs are right around the corner. We are heading into week 18. Uh, there's still a few, few postseason spots that are still available. Obviously, in the NFC, we have the seventh seed. I believe in the AFC, we still have the seventh seed as well. We also, of course, have the fourth seed, which will go to the winner of the Jaguars and Titans game. So we're going to start with Jalen. And, um, yeah, who, who do you predict having those last few spots? Um... <clears throat> Last, wait, last two spots? Yeah, so the so lead, Jaguars, I have faith in Trevor Lawrence, and then I think it's going to be Sterling's because I think somehow, some way, they just, they always have a winning season. So I think this is going to be that going. The Dolphins, I think they're out Teddy and without Tua this week, mm. so I think they're cooked. And Matt Jones is Matt Jones. So mm. I'm going to go with the um, Steelers. Uh, what about the NFC? NFC. Packers. Yeah, I also think the Packers are going to get in. I'm rooting for the Lions to get in, but a lot will have to happen for them to get in. The Seahawks will have to lose. I believe they play the Rams. I just don't see them losing to the Rams. But, you know, the Rams do have Baker Mayfield, and things have been looking different uh, somewhat since he got there. Um, but I'm rooting for the Lions to that game and Sunday night to mean something. Cause I, I, I don't like the way the NFL scheduled that game, the way that they have it on Sunday night. Um, I wish those games were happening at the same time so Detroit doesn't know their fate while they're playing the game. I mean, after the game is, the previous game is already played, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rather they play to win because if they're playing Sunday night and they already know they're eliminated, they may not give their best effort because the season is already over for them. But I do believe the Packers will get in. But I'm rooting for the Lions because I like the Lions team. I like the high-power offense. Um, I think it'll make for an entertaining playoff game. But I think the Packers are going to end up getting in. In the AFC, I agree. I think the Steelers are going to get that last spot. Um, rooting for Mike Tomlin to get that winning season again. And I think the Jaguars are going to take care of business against the Titans. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and copy off the <clears throat> answer. Uh, I think the Jaguars and the Steelers are most likely to make it. Again, Mike Tomlin has, for years on end, been over 500. So, um, And Jag- I don't believe in Trevor Lawrence, personally. Um, I just, he don't look right. And... Um, <laughs> But I believe in Travis Etienne. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but on the, on, the NFC, on the NFC side, yeah. that's right, I know football. Um, <laughs> who else is in the contention? You said the Lions, you said it's the Lions, the, the Packers, Packers, and the Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah. Seahawks. Seahawks currently hold that seven spot as of right I'm going Seahawks, yeah. Oh, wait. The Seahawks need the Packers to lose, though. Yeah. And yeah. they need to win against the Rams. I'm going Seahawks. Is Aaron Rodgers <laughs> still taking ecstasy or? He's taking wherever he needs to take the wake up in the morning at this point. Mm. He still got a haircut? Yeah, I think yeah, he I does. Think so. You do? I think he might be locked in. He, he cut it? All right. I'm staying. Wait, he cut it? Oh, shit. You don't have a haircut no more. God damn. Oh, Can we oh. say on YouTube? That's what I'm saying. Can we? I don't know. People said it on YouTube. Oh, okay. Now. I'm going to go with Seahawks, though. I believe in Gino. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's a brand new pick right there. It'd be real, Joe. Um, I, NFC. I 
I, I hate to be, you know, copying everybody, but Packers I just think they have the best quarterback left out of the three teams that are there. Um, like the CTC. I mean, based on the season, oh gosh, best quarterback might be in Seattle. No, it's no. actually I've seen, I've had Geno Smith on my fantasy team. He has not been the best quarterback. You have for one week. Um, one week. Yeah, I've had him uh, enough. He, <laughs> he had a quarterback. Lost in the playoff game. Geno Smith is not him. Seattle. Uh, no offense to you guys, but. If you have that top five, top three pick, go ahead and draft that boy out of Ohio State. We'll talk about that later, though. But, um, yeah, Gino, not the answer. So y'all, y'all can go ahead. Yes. <laughs> Just had to let I, – I couldn't let that slide. You can't let that go? Oh, one? Yeah. can let one go? No. Nah. Uh, we we going to let Brandon be put that one. Exactly okay. my fault. Nah, Gino, the third best out of all of them teams. Mm. Yeah. Third? Yeah, he, Woo! Where's the golf? Hey, golf been performing, man. Uh, Gino has it. Mm-hmm. One week. I don't know about That's your all it takes. I don't know about your then. Let's win. But okay. yeah, Packers, um, Jaguars, you know, I, me and CT both believe. Well, I don't want to speak for CT. No, I do. I don't, don't want to speak for CT, but, you know, I believe Trevor Lawrence will probably make my top 10 quarterback list next year. Oh, yeah. So, He's so, a, I, already, I already sent you on mine. <laughs> He's at mine. He's at nine. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know, future top 10 quarterback, I believe. And also, Tennessee, I don't think they have Ryan Tannehill. No, so they still got dogs. Yeah, so, I, so they got the advantage of quarterback they got, and I don't know if Derrick Henry's going to be able to do enough to get Tennessee to, to win that game. So I have Jacksonville winning that one. Mm. I will say, Dobbs didn't look terrible last week. I mean, yeah, yeah, he played for well. what for who he is as a quarterback. Tennessee is not. I think a lot of people are already counting Tennessee out. But if Tennessee can play their brand of football and if it works, I think they have a strong chance of winning this game. They can control the clock, running the ball. That Dobbs can run the read option with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry can just run the ball 25 times, and who knows, he may be able to get 150 yards by doing that. If he's able to play a, a Derrick Henry type of game that we've seen him have against his fellow against the AFC South opponents, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee does win that game. But I think a lot of people are rooting for Jacksonville to win. They're the more entertaining team. People mm-hmm. don't really want to see that type of prodding style in the playoffs because Tennessee is most definitely probably a a one game and out, especially if Tannehill doesn't come back. Yeah. Um, in Jacksonville, this is a young team, young quarterback, you know, Sunshine is that quarterback. And I believe in uh, Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback, but this is the biggest game of his career. Um, I believe he'll come through because I, I picked him to win. But I wouldn't count Tennessee out. Um, I don't know what the what the over-under is um, in the odds, but the money's good. <laughs> You know, because I'm pretty sure Jacksonville's favorite. I don't know how many points they would be favored by, but, you know, I wouldn't count Tennessee out just because you never know. Um, if the running game is working, I'm pretty sure Jacksonville's going to sell out to stop the run, though. But yeah. Yeah, you never know. Jacksonville's favored by six. Yeah, so I was going to say, I understand that point, CT. And they, do have a, and they do have a different quarterback with Dallas who did look impressive. But I don't, I'm not sure that if the running game, even if the running game does get going, I don't know how much that's going to work because we saw that happen. Again, even though it was a different quarterback because they have Elite Willis in the game, they tried that against Houston and then they still weren't able to win. So yeah. I think it really comes to, down to the defense, as Mike Gregor's teams normally yeah. come down to. We have to go really, uh, get some turnovers. Either Travis Etienne can fumble, he has had some fumbling issues this season. Trevor Lawrence will throw you one. Trevor Lawrence can't throw a pick. He, he, will throw you he, one. he can throw you one, So <laughs> especially in the red zone. So if they can maybe get two to three turnovers, now at that point, they can just lean on Derrick Henry. But if the Jacks will come out and Trevor just lean over down the field and get like a touchdown on the field goal, at that point you're down ten with Dobbs at quarterback. 
He basically cooked. I'd also like to say that, you know, Mike Vrabel was making the decision on who to start, Josh Dobbs or the rookie Malik Willis, who they drafted to come in and eventually be the, their quarterback of the future, they would yeah. hope. And I think the decision really came down to, they saw Malik against Houston, and whether we like it or not, he's just not ready yet. Yeah. It's not to say yeah. he won't work out in the future. I think a lot of people may be writing him off a little early because I know Brian was high on him as a prospect. But I think Vrabel just, it's came, it came down to who do you trust more to throw the ball on third down? Because everybody yeah, knows yeah. Tennessee is going to run the ball first down, second down with Derrick Henry. The most they'll do is a play-action pass on one of those downs. But if you have third and five or more, who do you trust to throw, pick up the first down so you can get those yards back and start again with Derrick Henry? Because that's all it's about. The game is about Derrick Henry. If Jacksonville stops him, they lose. Whether Whoever's that quarterback. Even if Tannehill was that quarterback, if Derrick Henry is getting stopped, they're not winning the game based off what they had on that offense because there's no, the receivers aren't helping anybody not out. At all. On that yeah, team. I think no, Tannehill's starting. I'm not even sure that spread would be much different. No, I wouldn't be surprised. The team, even with Tannehill, the team was on a downward spiral recently. Yeah. Um. So for the seventh seed, I'm gonna be a little bit different. Um. Even though I, even though Teddy might not play, um, and obviously two is up, I'm gonna go with Miami. I think they have <clears> just <throat> enough. To be able to beat, be able to beat the Jets, even though of course like the Jets have Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed at corner, I do think Tyree. This is a game where Tyree Kill and Jay Lovato can show, you know, why they deserve to be in a well. In Tyree's case, obviously, possibly number one receiver, but in uh, Jalen's maybe top ten, top fifteen receiver going into next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think they have enough to get past the Jets, uh, but I will be rooting for the Steelers to get in because obviously, you know, it took a lot. For Mike Tomlin to get to this point, he get to eight and eight, and I'd like to see him, you know, have another winning season. So if well, they're able to make the playoffs, I'll be honest with you. Who is the Dolphins' starting quarterback? I'm assuming it'd be Skylar Thompson. Yeah, I thought it was. Him. You know, you know, Skylar Thompson, that was my boy in the preseason. <laughs> um, hasn't looked that good when he has played, but you know, I think the last game he played was versus the Jets. Yeah, he, 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 he did. But the thing with in both AFC East matchups. The teams that need to win, they don't really know what team they're going to go against. The Jets have literally nothing to play for. So you don't know whether the Jets are going to go out there with their normal team or if they're going to, you know, play their players in the first half and, you know, try to prevent injury going into the next season. I think they're going to try to play. You know, I would think that Robert Sala seems like the coach where, you know, everything is on the table and they're going to try to play to win the game. The thing with the Bills team is they're coming off this tragedy. You don't know where their mind is. Um... So you'd assume, if you're having the Patriots versus the Bills, you'd assume that this is a matchup where the Bills are heavily favored. They probably go out and try to win the game. But at the end of the day, these are human players. You don't know where their minds are. Yeah. You don't even know if this game is happening as scheduled. There's been no discussion on when, if the Bengals or Bills game will happen at all, and if that affects this upcoming schedule. You don't know what, what's happening with this team in general. So for the Patriots, I don't really know. I can't make an honest prediction on this game because I don't know what when the game is happening, if the game is happening, and the team they will be playing, what type of mindset they will be in. Of course, they're going to say they're going to try to do whatever is possible playing for DeMar, and we can all respect that. But we can also respect if they say they're not ready to play. And if that happens, that, of course, pushes the season back a week, which is what people have been saying to do, just to give players more time. But... um. I mean, like I said, I picked the Steelers because I believe both teams would lose the Dolphins and the Patriots. And I, I believe in Mike Tomlin as a coach. I don't believe in the players on the Steelers necessarily. Um, I'm not a big Kenny Pickett guy. And I'm certainly not a 
big uh, Najee Harris guy, but uh, I believe in Tomlin as a coach, and I, I'm rooting for him to extend that, that streak he has. So we want to move on to the next topic. So. Georgia. Not because of, you know, the team itself. I just don't like Stetson Bennett. Mm-hmm. 
He's a little old, you know. Now, where do you think he? How where do you think uh, his stock could be? Six, seven, four. Stop. Stop. You know? I, I honestly think I just think he's in the fourth, fifth round. I say third. He probably got third. Third. Yeah, maybe. Man, he as much as I hate to say it, he can make himself some money in these uh, playoff games. Because <laughs> especially last year's yeah, playoff game that, when people were like, yeah. uh, he was throwing the ball, you know, as much. I hated to see it. He was throwing that ball last drive. He didn't run the ball one time. Against Ohio State, he was throwing that ball. And TCU defense ought yeah. to have him looking like <laughs> next coming to Baker Mayfield. Man. Well, I mean, do, they, do we think they're going to be trying to throw the ball that much, honestly? Yeah. Well, yeah. Georgia's running game yeah. Georgia's <laughs> running game isn't as strong as it was last year. Okay. But the running backs are great in the passing game. Mm-hmm. You saw that on uh, New Year's Eve before the clock struck midnight. Um, the running backs were heavily involved in the passing game. McIntosh, he's a monster. Um, but yeah, you know that they'll throw the ball a lot because that'll probably get the score ran up and the game will be over pretty quickly. You know, I'm rooting for TCU though. Hope hope that game ends in TCU's favor. Yeah. Oh, I have a part. The talking about that kicker. It's kind of funny to me because I knew when the game was coming down to the kicker, and I I they just refused to get more yards and make it at least closer. Did they at least try to center the ball? Or no, no, no. They, 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 they ran the ball right. on first and ten to the left. Now, every kicker, you know, some kickers say they want the ball on the left hash, the right hash, or some of them want the ball in the middle. So maybe this kicker said, yeah, get the ball to the left hash, I'll be good. But if you're doing that, pick up some more yards. They yeah, lost a yeah, yard I when think, they ran the ball. I think it was like, what, third and the fourth and 12 or fourth? Yeah, it was eight? like, it was it was 12 because they didn't pick up a yard yeah, they after they lost yards. a yard. Because wow. they, they ran the ball on first and 10, I believe, lost a yard or two. And then tried to throw the ball, couldn't pick it. And this was like after Stroud had that. After run. he was yeah, running, I would say run a read option, run one up the middle. Yeah, yeah. run a read option with the running back coming up the middle, or see this Stroud taking it outside because you know that's an element of his game that yeah. people did not know about. I had no clue. You know, I wasn't a big CJ Stroud fan. You want to talk about CJ Stroud now? Oh, uh, uh, I, I got a question. Yeah. Was that? It's kind of like when I saw the kicker run out there, and I saw the <laughs> I saw the fifty yard field goal, and then. Uh, What's uh what's Georgia coach name? I can't Kirby remember. Smart. Yeah, they called that timeout and they shows the uh the kicker. You could see the fear in his eyes. But, and I knew he was gonna miss it right there. The announcers was like, he's only missed two kicks in the last when it, whenever oh, yeah. he said out it's I was like, <laughs> but look, Kirby Smart called the timeout early. He didn't normally they called a timeout yeah, they called, right like, before it, yeah. they, they called the timeout that. early. I was like, Oh yeah. So he can relax, decompress, no, take no, a kick. No, he needed that practice. Ball went out. I was like, oh, man. He needed to practice. He tried to kick it as hard I was, as he could. I was rooting for him, too. But, you know, a 50-yard kick is a 50-yard kick. And yeah. these college kickers have never, you know. Been known for Yeah, that. they've never been known to be good. And, you know. My question when it comes to kickers, how do you know you're a good kicker? When you make literally, it's like, but, literally like you got it. It's like trial and error. It's like trying to figure out. You talking about college or like like at NFL. all? It's like, like trying to, to get to a college level kicker, right? Like we've all played high school. Kicking, they get they, they have they like, like kicking games and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So they get rankings and stuff. Like but like, how do you? Prospect. I feel like I feel like it would be like trying to figure out if, if you if trying to learn if you know a players clutch or not. Like you just have to see if they're in that situation. Also, it could be mixed misses and also kickers are just like quarterbacks. Yeah, but kicking is probably because even like because even in the orange college, college, I think kicking might be one of the hardest things. It is. Yeah, for sure. Probably because in college the hashes are wider too. Yeah, yeah that doesn't help either. I'm but thinking like, like I'm sorry. I, I was just gonna say like in the orange bowl, I don't know. I, I believe BT Potter who who kicks for Clemson. Um, I believe he was at least an All ACC first team. I think if I'm not mistaken, I don't think he got he got All American. But like he was basically 
Clemson's basically the leading scorer, um, like all time, mm. if I'm not mistaken. But he missed like a couple that he was. He missed like one that like went to the right that he started like pulling kicks a couple times. I think he finished like two for five or something like that. Mm. So that wasn't great. But that was in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, that was in yeah. Orange Bowl against Tennessee. That was that was a tough game. But I mean, I still would consider him a good kicker because he's he he's been pretty good um, for most of his career. He's probably like around eighty. 86%, maybe a little bit better than that. So, I, again, I just think in order to determine if you have a really good kicker or not, I guess it's just as as crazy as it sounds. I guess kind of like CT said about quarterbacks, like making the easy kicks, um, being better than average on the tougher kicks, and then obviously showing up when it matters most. I'm saying, like, before you even take the journey to become a NFL kicker. Okay. Right. You could be tall. I'm like, oh, you can probably play basketball. You'd be fast. No, you probably play running back. You'd be oh. big as shit. You'd probably be a, a lineman. But there's no day-to-day situation where you're kicking something 60 yards. Like, how do you know? Most of them play like soccer. Yeah, soccer. But yeah. Even in soccer, you're not booting. Are you really booting that bitch? But do you have to high? No, no, no. It, yeah, it's all about accuracy for, for the okay. most part. Because okay. the mechanics, once you... The power comes from the mechanics of kicking. You know, I'm mm. not a kicker, but, oh. you know... Uh, keep going, keep going, yeah. I'm not a not a not a kicker, but the mechanics come from the power. You know, you can be the strongest person in the world, but only kick the ball thirty yards. Mm-hmm. So you know, the kicking camps is what gets you all the stuff that okay. that helps you build your power and stuff and build your accuracy. But you know, a lot of a lot of coaches, like high school coaches, go to the soccer team and say, "Who wants to kick for the f- uh, football team?" A lot of the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so those players end up just sticking with it and. That's how you get college offers a lot of the time. Yeah, and I can't remember who said it, but like usually the best kickers seem to be like walk-ons. So even though you have the rating system and things like Crazy. that, you still have guys that like I guess just devoted their whole time to just being kicking. kickers. Yeah, I think it's called corn blue kicking. Mm-hmm. You're kicking camp. Yeah, yeah. even in NFL, it's like three elite kickers. Mm-hmm. Three: Justin Tucker, Daniel Carson, and. Young Quay Cole. Well, I don't know. Yeah, Cole. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know. Fantasy boy, Butler's yeah. like on and off. I yeah, pick him up every year. Evan McPherson, he was good enough to buy Shane Maven off of this year. Um, yeah. Dude from um, Citrus. Oh, no, Boswell is. Been off this year. Yeah, I was like, Boswell is like. Yeah. I you know, he still has a job because he's been there so long. Like, that's the other thing with kicking. You can miss two two kicks in one game and they might cut you. Unless you got like a tenure. Like, if Justin Tucker misses two kicks in one game, oh, Mason Crosby is a good one. Because he used to suck. Like, certain <laughs> games. Saying, certain games for his back. Certain games for Packers, he would just have missed like, three, four missed field goals. Well, he's been like, there since 08. So it was like, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I mean, yeah we, we know we know what you're really about. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think I wasn't that big in college football when this happened. I don't think I was here. Maybe 2016, 2017, where the Bucks took um, Royo. Oh, yeah, Roberto Maya. That was like, second round. Second round. I still don't understand why they did that. Was he that good in Florida State? He was he good. Was he was right? good at Florida State. Like, I wouldn't pick him second round. Okay. But that's like that's like taking Sebastian Janikowski in the first round. Like, yeah, even though he had a long. But that pick, you know, people don't talk about that pick because he was there. He was there for 10 years. It's two things about the. Yeah, he was a Hall of Fame, basically. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't. But it's two things. Kickers don't bring that much. Value enough to be a second round pick, especially at this point. Yeah, I don't... And he sucked. So because he, he was he was really good. He, he, he was really good for the state. So, 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 so nobody was taking round. him before so, the fifth round. So say 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 Justin Tucker, right? right? So say you knew how Justin Tucker was going to perform, whatever, right? Mm. Mm. Would y'all take him in the top 
Top maybe the third. I think Justin Tucker is the only one who gets drafted in my opinion. So maybe the third I, if I'm running a team, I really don't know if I can draft a kicker. Because yeah. kickers like, are crucial, though. I mean, they they're are, crucial, but, but you can find them in free agency. But no, no, no. The ones you draft don't. It's not like the best kickers are always get drafted. They're drafting the ones. Most of the kickers who get drafted go to the biggest schools. And they have the biggest names because they perform on the biggest stages. But even then, like he just said, Aguayo was drafted in the second round. It's supposed to be a. Short thing kicker. I think he was like historically great. Yeah, um, in college. Yeah, I think he was once like, he got to the NFL, he sucked. Like I don't know whether it was pressure because kicking is as much as it's not like he went to like a completely different state. He went from Florida State to, to Tampa. Yeah. Damn. You also got to consider kick like he kicking in conditions that you've never mm-hmm. been in stuff like that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, Aguayo was drafted in the second round. He didn't work out, so you're not necessarily drafting a kicker that you know is going to work out. And kickers get cut all throughout the season. Yeah, because. I'm like gonna say the only two kickers I know, like 2000 and beyond, within the first three rounds that were picked, were outside of McQuire, that like they actually worked out with Janikowski and Nate Kading. So I guess it would depend. But and even Kading, he was. Yeah. And the thing about Kading, Kading is important, but it's your offensive players that put you in a position to kick that field goal that's or true. defense players to get the ball back to let you kick the field goal that's more important. Mm-hmm. Like, Dutch Tucker is good, of course, but it's been many clutch drives at Lamar or. Yeah, Joe Flacco. This will tell you all you need to know. Justin Tucker didn't get drafted. That's all I was going to say. He was undrafted. Okay. More you know Justin Tucker. Yeah, yeah. He, he was undrafted in 2012. Did not Anderson. get drafted. I think he was 7th round. I think he was. Because Justin Tucker is the only one I could consider drafting because I've ben seen him knock, down, knock the kicks down that you need him to make. Because even Harrison Butker has had his moments. Um, Carlson's been pretty good, though. Carl, he has. And Evan McPherson, I was like, oh, yeah, they got one for a decade. Because when you get a kicker that's <laughs> going to be good. Fifth round, right? Yeah, but McPherson this year. It has been. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll probably keep him around because yeah, you get one. If you get one that you think is good, you have you almost want to keep him. Cause See, Commanders, man. Yeah, like, the thing about McPherson, the thing about McPherson, though, he could always like turn it back around because, like, if we think about it, in the playoffs, he would. He, he, I don't think he missed a kick. Did not. He was so like if out. he has. So even if even if Cincinnati only plays like two games, if he doesn't miss a kick, yeah, he I'll, kicks like five times. People yeah, still say this based off what he did last year. He earned himself two years. Yeah. Mm. Uh, unless he missed every kick he took, but he earned himself two years just based off that last playoff performance because the team believes in him so much. Now, if the team believes in the kicker, you can't come exactly because you know they you know, you gotta watch. He gonna kick it? Oh yeah, that's good. It's McPherson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I was feeling in the playoffs. But kicking is just, just so random. You never really know. Yeah. And if you have one, you'll keep them. If you don't, they'll just cut them like this because they don't have big cap hits. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're moving on um, yeah. from the college football playoffs. Um, early this week, Dalvin Mitchell put a essentially a story game as well. Mm-hmm. Seven more points. I believe mean, like nine rebounds. Yeah, seven, seventy-one points, ten assists. 10 assists. Yeah, seventy-one, eight eleven, and eight. Yeah, eleven, eleven assists. And this is kind of been a trend lately. Where yesterday Giannis put up fifty points, and now mm. with the fifth three-point game, in the fourth three-point game, in the past four days. Nobody even talked about it. So, Thanks. so what is y'all take on? Um, of course, Donovan Mitchell, great performance, but, but also the state of the NBA in terms of the high volume, the high volume scoring is going on. Yeah, I, I, um, it's interesting to see because I believe if I was if I'm not mistaken, I think he only had 16 and a half. Either 16 and a half, or 16 and a half in the first quarter. So for him to go crazy like that, that was just that's just unbelievable. And then also be able to factor in the assists that he was able to get as well. So it wasn't just like he was just kind of out there just kind of jacking and stuff. So that's big. 
Um, That's true. In terms of in terms of the big numbers, I was informed earlier that um, it hasn't really been like a serious increase in pace, like I thought it might have been. So, I, so I think the biggest thing is probably just uh, as Rusty Bucket said, it's like an, it's it's more of an efficiency thing. Some of these might be a little bit of an anomaly. Like we talked about Lucas, the offense being centered around Luca before. Also, we talk about Cleveland. It was a situation where Donovan was kind of had to be that guy because Darius Garland wasn't there. So he kind of went like semi-Kobe mode and just was like, all right, just give me the ball, take over, and while still keeping his guys involved. So I do believe we'll still have like performances every now and then like this where we have the 60s and the 50s and things like that. But I don't know if it'll be as frequent only because, again, as I said, the pace isn't as isn't as crazy as I thought. It wasn't, it was, it's not an increase in pace and possessions. It's more just people are being more efficient with their decisions and their shots and they're making more. So that's how their numbers are, that's how they're able to have like 50, 60 point games while also having like 10 assist type games. Darius Garland didn't play. Evan Mobley also didn't play. Mm. So he, they was getting blown out. Might as well just get them up, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I was, was looking back at that game and it's not like, he was forcing his shot. He watched the whole game. Right. All the shots exactly. looked like they was in rhythm. They That's looked true. easy for him. Yeah. Towards overtime, he started making some threes over like two people that was kind of like, I could just tell he was in that zone. But it's not yeah. like he was forcing his shots, like chasing points. He's just trying to get the one to do what he had to do. Yeah. Garland and um, Moby was out. Uh, based on game score, uh, that's what reference has like this mm-hmm. thing. The game score is based on like stats and efficiency and all that. I think it's the third greatest of all time. Man, I think mm. be second. Let me check. Dang. Yes, it started behind Jordan's sixty-nine and Kobe's eighty-one. Mm. So, it's third behind Jordan's sixty-nine, Kobe's eighty-one. Where's Will Chamberlain's one hundred? Probably not that high. Is that even on him? I don't know. They might not count. Like it's probably because he doesn't even have the oh, assist. It's, it's, that's not. It's since uh, nineteen eighty-three season. Ah, yeah. uh, that's crazy. And, and we have no, we have no proof of that. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I was there. I seen it happen. <laughs> I got the ticket. You got hit an OG, man. You seen the one. That ticket would probably sell crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, are you done? Uh, it's just, I mean, I kind of knew Donovan could do this. I mean, I've been oh, saying. Oh, I've right. Been saying, all right, bro. All right, bro. All right. I've been saying since right. the start of year, Donovan Mitchell was telling me that people were telling me that Garland was the better player in the backcourt, uh, that he wasn't that good. I mean, Donovan Mitchell was. High for the best you know, bar in the league. He's definitely see, better than. I don't. I don't want to get caught in the moment. You <laughs> know, seventy one is definitely impressive. <laughs> uh, and like, I see. I was about to up the performance too, but I don't know if I really want to do that. But I'll do it anyway. You know, I'll be the bigger person. Um, seventy one is really impressive. It's impressive, especially when you do it on thirty four shots. Yeah. Um, he wasn't forcing the shots. They needed him to do it. Um, and I can say he might have had more if Karis LeVert wasn't out there jacking shots. Karis LeVert. Yeah, Karis LeVert is the funniest player now. Karis LeVert was getting the ball and throwing the ball up. He was two for 13. Him and Cam Thomas, no matter where he at. They're going to shoot that bitch. The <laughs> yeah, there's no shot that they don't want. talking about it right now. I mean, I guess it come up. I can say it. Clay had that, like, with the 55. Yeah, 54. Yeah, yeah that one too. If you watch that game, forget Clay. If that you watch what Jordan Poole does on a nightly basis. <laughs> He either looks like the next coming for that franchise, or he looks like dog water. He <laughs> he does the most irresponsible, crazy shots. The the uh, the three that uh, I think Dante made to put it to OT. If you watch the whole play, Jordan Poole tries to truck Dante Murray, put his shoulder into him, leans back, shoots a three, and gets blocked. 
I respect so like, Jordan so Poole. Game, so so would, you can, would you compare him to like Lakers, Jordan Clarkson, or that? Ooh, that would disrespect Jordan Clarkson like that. Ooh. Jordan Clarkson was never that. I, re- I respect not, Jordan Poole. You mean Nick Young? You know, there's no, there's no shot Jordan Poole looks at and thinks is a bad shot. I really respect that. You know, um, <laughs> no, I feel that's like crazy. I feel that's like crazy. I mean, because it, it, it'd, be, it'd be working. Yeah, as a scorer yeah, myself, you know, somebody, it'd be working. Yeah, have you seen it for him? No, no, no. We're not talking. See, my that's fault. what T. Yeah, keep mentioning efficiency. <laughs> Numbers. Sure. When did like, we start talking about it's just that? It's my bad. Yeah, shit. On, Jordan Poole, you know, he performed in the playoffs and efficiency. Who cares? Um... <laughs> You know, they won the chip, man. That's all that matters. And, you know, without oh, Steph, he's been forced to step his game up. So, you know, I don't want to talk about Jordan Poole too As much. But I, I just want to say, yes, I respect his game, you know. Um, but back to the Cavs, man. Uh, if Karis LeVert didn't play, I think, man, I don't want to say anything crazy, man. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell might have gone for something crazy because, you know, he would pass the ball. You know, he had 11 assists, but he could have had more if Karis LeVert wasn't the person who passed the ball to me. But um, you want to mention anything about yeah. Dono? Actually, I called everyone on the podcast before the game started, and I said that I feel like Dono can go off today. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I, said, I, I said maybe 60. Because I didn't pick up the first time. I was asleep, and then you called. Yeah, you know, because you know what Yeah. Maybe 60. Right. Probably 70. Probably. I didn't know if it was 71 or 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you said 70, but 71 was kind of insane. It's, yeah. like, it's right there. So, you know, yeah. I, then I put my parlay in after that. Uh, yeah, you you kind of delayed the matchup. He was like, "Them niggas ain't guards." So you might have missed those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just missed it, but yeah. Just, he did I, just miss seventy point triple double. Hold on, seventy point triple double would have been insane. That would have been crazy. Oh my god, that would have been crazy. Whole time I would have been like, "Y'all don't talk about this the way y'all talk about Luca." <laughs> <I'm like>, oh. <laughs> For real, Rocket. Let's talk. Hold on, the Rocket. Rockets Twitter hates Luka. <laughs> they feel like James Harden was so disrespected when he was there. He James wasn't, Harden had a whole month. Right. Right. James Harden doing this and I this. I seen that. Like, hey, man. Nobody, like they call him Luka is just that guy too. It's they okay. said Harden was the best offensive player of all time during that streak. They was true. literally. No, they no, were no, saying no, that. Don't shit. say nothing crazy. Don't please. Don't, <laughs> say, nothing crazy. don't say nothing crazy. Don't say nothing crazy. Man, okay, that's fair. Mm. We can talk about top three offensive player of all time. Since probably like 1980. We'll save it for another Since game. Since 1980. We'll save yeah. it for another game. His version of offense doesn't. Never mind. Nah, we're not. Who's the top five? Top five? Offensive. Yeah. Well, actually, this is even one. Are we doing scores or offensive? I don't think he's better than KD. I don't think he's better than KD. I'm talking about offensive players in general. I don't think he's better than KD. LeBron is. MJ, Kobe. I don't think he's better than KD. You didn't say LeBron yet. You didn't say LeBron yet. Steph? Uh, I think Yogi's just the best big man, offensive big man ever. For sure, for sure. But like, you think he's up there? Right? Yeah, yeah, Harden. yeah. I'm gonna go with that. Wait, 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 wait. Do Harden do Harden pass better than Kobe? Do well, see, see. So where, you, where are you going with this? I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, James Harden passes yeah, ball better than this Harden. Almost this Harden should better than Kobe. Oh God. Mm. What? Is he defend? Just hard. He's talking about offense. Right? Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about defense. Oh, no. I mean, the whole play, the whole play, the whole play. Oh, no. I, I think you gotta go back and listen to what he just said. <laughs> I forgot what he's talking about offensive players. Oh, no. Does he shoot better than Kobe? That's that's different. They play in a different area. Yes or no? Does he shoot better? We talking about scoring. I guess technically, based on what's technically do we, numbers. Do we score facts? better than Kobe? Yeah, facts. Space, spacing, the spacing. You, you know what? This though, it's also crazy how, like, like you said, offensive players have been more efficient more recently. Because think about it, like I was listening to watch this podcast, um, through the wire, Kenny Beecham said something. Yeah. Mm. He was like, 
in the early 2000s was restricting the ISO ball. Facts. It was. And that's because yeah. today you never seen so much talent ever in the NBA. Right. And I, I watched that same podcast. He said Kobe was playing with people who were standing right next to him. Chris Parker wasn't at the three-point line. Like, even on his best team, mm-hmm. not the Shaq team, because, Shaq. I mean, but, the Shaq team had spacing, though. Uh, they did. They did. Uh, uh, Brian Shaw, Red Fox. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that rocket space. Not rocket space. <laughs> well, it's not. Well, it's not rocket space again. I'm just talking about like Kobe. Like he, who's he? He playing next to Metal Piece, Derek Fisher, Lamar Odom, Lamar Gasol, and Andrew Bynum. Are those some shooters? Yeah, that could have been elite spacing if they was playing the game the right way. Yeah, that could have been elite spacing. If they were playing right. Lamar Odom, Derek Fisher be shooting. Man, you know spacing. Man, he wasn't shooting like that on the Lakers, but he had it. You could think about Ray Allen and Sam Travis Kobe, right? So they're the same era essentially. But Ray Allen is one of the greatest still shooters of all time. So yeah. what is that even? They play completely different though. It's not. It? I'm asking, does he shoot better? That's all I'm asking. Ray Allen shot his best. He was not. I'm asking, does James Kobe's on the ice? Don't his job in the office. I'm asking, does James Harden shoot better than Kobe? That's it. Does he shoot better than Kobe? James Harden shoot better than LeBron. Then at that point, what do you do? And James Harden passed better than LeBron at that point. Ooh, no, he don't. Why not? Why can't I say that? You said that loud. Because LeBron so has better than James Harden. Based on what? The eye test. Oh, the eye test. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah, we don't use that enough. I mean, eye test. <laughs> we got to use our eyes more. You think Kobe Bass better than Harden? No, no, no. Eye no, no, test. No, no, no. Last season, Kobe, 2013? No, no, no. Let's not do that. Or for pre-Achilles. Kobe in the eye test is killing James Harden in the eye test. And playing offensive basketball, man. It's just so much more beautiful. Oh, God, you're right. You got me. Yeah, right. Right. You, we you would watch James Harden and be like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not moving me. He I did hate it. it. <laughs> I hate it. I, at the end of the game, you'd be like, yeah, yeah. 40, 10, and 10. Boy. It don't be feeling like it. He shot about 20 goals at the free throw line. That's what I'm he trying to do that. I hate it. I hate it. It's not aesthetically pleasing. You know, part of it is hate. Part of it is me being right about James Harden right now. But, you know, you know, part of my agenda comes from hate. You are hate. You know, I don't really. You know James Harden. Oh, you know? We ain't Harden. talking about him right now, though. We talking about prior right. James. So Harden. So why was Lucas going? Oh, Lucas going. Let's just we say we talked about this on the last podcast. In terms of eye test, Kobe esque. Let's just say that word then. Like he's he's not doing it like Harden. He's not doing it like Harden. Lucas going like who? He ain't doing it like Kobe. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He's not doing like when I say Kobe esque. Wait, forgot about Chris Middleton. But when I say Kobe S, I mean like he's going from all, through all three levels. That's all I mean. Rather than Harden, just two oh, levels. Yeah, I feel like James Harden was a Mitchell. Who? Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, he was doing all three levels for sure. That's Kobe S. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't mean like at Kobe's level. It's just in terms of style of scoring, we can get a bucket anytime you want. Is Kobe at three level scoring? Yes. Yes. If he's not three. I'm looking at the I mean, yeah. he, he played, like, like he said, he, he played the center as Ray Allen. 
Please summarize. <laughs> As uh, a team, man, cool. That's Kobe, right? Yeah, that's Kobe. Yeah, I, I, that's I knew that. Man. But look, he had some seasons at 36%, man. Yeah. But of course, the volume isn't always there. You know, it's yeah. a lot of players shooting more than eight threes a game in this era. Yeah. But Kobe yeah. had, eight, like I think, one season, one season over six, mm -hmm. six attempts. So, see, see that. That was it? Uh, let me go back. That's the year they lost to Boston. Oh, mm. but. <laughs> <laughs> He yeah. got to do so, um, yeah. it was worth it. Work out. But, okay. But think about, well, just talking about good players and sorry teams just being underperforming. Um, we go to the next topic of pretenders and contenders, right? Yeah. All right, so the teams, uh, what are they again? So I'm just going by the main team. Okay. So, uh, contender, we saying like for a championship? Or yeah. just like, like, making deep in the playoffs? You can see them in the championship this season. You okay. can see them at this point. You can make Woo! them see them. Okay. Mm -hmm. At the least, say they can get to the finals. Can I say conference finals? finals? Can I say they can get to the finals? No, no, no. Nah, get, get to the finals. They can 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 get to the finals. Yeah. Contender. Yeah. 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 I can say the Suns can get to the finals. I don't think they can get to the finals. Exactly. So, with the team with the best record in the NBA right now, which is the Boston Celtics, they're currently going through a rough patch. They went 5 and 5 last in games. They got destroyed by the Shayless. Um, Jay and Boku Yeah, so the IC, 5-5 in Boston also has just been looking really, really good this season. They, they make this come off the final run. Um, so the IC must consider the tender. We saw with um, JG. Yeah. I mean, as long as Tatum and JG are playing and what they should be if they're a contender, but me personally, I don't know if they'll actually beat the Nets or the Bucks. The Nets? Bro, you ain't been watching. Man, you ain't been no, watching. No, I understand that the Nets have been great. Right. 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 It's, right. it's a little scary. It's a little scary. I'm not saying they're not scary. I'm just, just like, well, we'll, we'll get to the Nets. Trust the, the Nets are on there, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll get to the Nets. Basically, show what can happen. Yeah. Tatum or JV looking a little goofy. <laughs> Which is impossible to play us. We've seen Tatum look a little goofy. Which, I mean, I understand. But look, that's what I'm banking on, you know. I don't ever want to put too much trust in a Jason Tatum. But I'm banking on... You know, he keeps mentioning that finals appearance like, you know, he's holding he's holding it as a chip on his shoulder. So I'm hoping that he he's using that to motivate his performances in the playoffs. You know, I don't want to see too many five for 23, six for 18. You know, I don't want to see that in the playoffs or in the finals. Um, <laughs> he really holds on his shoulder. Hey. But, uh, you know, so I, I'd say the Celtics are a contender to make the finals just because best record in the East. Um, They brought back the same team and added... To that team, they added Malcolm Brogdon. Um, so I'd say they have a good chance to make it back to the finals. But if it came down to, if I was asked today, do I see them beating the Nets slash the Bucks? No, but they're, I'd say, yeah, I'd say they're in that series at least. And hopefully one of those other teams take each other out as a Celtics fan. Yeah. And you only got to worry about one of them. That's why, yeah, the yeah, that's why the one seed is so essential because they're not that good this year. Contender. But. He needs to Blake Griffin on it. It's just... It's just. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I added Blake Griffin, too, but can't yeah, count. Can't so, count Marcus. So, so, so I'll hope he comes from Blake Griffin be walking on? No, no, no. Luke Cornette. Yeah. Well, no, 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 Rob Williams, because Rob Williams ain't starting yet. Is he hurt still? What's no, no, no. Back. They're, they're they're just back. Yeah, he's back. They're just going to be managing. Kawhi. Okay. Cool. I don't think he played. Mm. Are Clippers on this list? We ain't only one team right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't even out of the conference yet. I was yeah. just asking who's on my mind. Yeah, so I was going to say, same thing, contenders. Um, 
I understand the bad game that we just had against OKC, but I think kind of like Jalen Brown said, you know, I think it's a situation where where I think the Celtics are – they don't deserve to do this yet because they haven't even won. But it's a situation where kind of like Jalen said, where they pick and choose, like sometimes when they want to bring effort. And I think that was on display against OKC, who, again, was missing Shea and was missing um, Boku. So I think – Come playoff time, they'll obviously they'll well they won't they won't be turning on any switches, but I think they'll be more consistent consistent in their effort, and I think because of that, along with the chip on the shoulder that J that JT seems to be playing with right now, I still have I still have them in the, them in the Bucks to clear top two in that tier. It's, the Nets are right there too, but I still have Celtics and Bucks, so I do believe they beat the Nets. I'm I'm still not completely confident about beating the Bucks if Middleton's healthy, but. Yeah, that's where I'm at. So I have to make a good time. We want to just jump into the Bucks, no? Yeah, we might as well go straight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. is that, that the other thing? thing? I mean, that's part of things. I'm gonna say the same. Yeah, I mean, we do. We do the Bucks. I say contenders. Contenders. Speaking about the Bucks, they're they're in my eyes. To be honest, on the couple, honest, on the couple. Yes. And Chris Middleton, and I mean, we have those two. Uh, it's kind of funny, but uh, speaking of them, they was up eighteen with three minutes left. They literally landed on OT. Who is it? Bill Raptors. Okay. Checks up. Who's the next team? Uh, right now, also Milwaukee. Um, it's four to six in the last ten. Yeah, championship. Sadly, I'm not as big of a believer as Michael Porter as some others may be. Um, but I, I think this is one of the best teams they've put around Jokic and this is probably the time for them to strike. So this is this is the year that Jamal Murray and Michael Porter, they got to figure it out because they've both been struggling to start the season. Um, Aaron Gordon has been consistent. That's all you can ask for from him at this point. But he's been much better than they've anticipated. Um, 3 and D and he's doing more than that. Um, but yeah, if they all figure it out, I think they can be a contender. And yeah. Um I I like you said, I really like their roster. Um they're not reaching the ceiling at this moment. I like the moves they made with the offseason, getting Bruce Brown, getting the KCP. Yeah. Um great moves in terms of just showing up the that defense. Um I'm gonna say pretender man. Mm. Just due to the fact that Jamal Murray and Michael Porter still coming off. Remember last season they didn't play. Yeah. And it typically takes another year after the one you play once you're injured. Yeah. I'm that was complicated. 
It takes two years. Yeah, year, year two is usually when they <laughs> yeah, come back to being like... For ACL especially. Michael Porter, right. his... What is it? Back, back probably. Yeah. But back, uh, you need your back all the time. Yeah. That shit gonna hurt. I don't what? know if... I don't know. It's going to be a chronic. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what says high school. So, I mean, that and their minutes with Jokic off the floor is terrible. Their back of big rotation is not that good either. So, would you go get Would you go get Demarcus again? Demarcus who? Demarcus Cousins. Cousins wasn't bad for them last year. The only issue is that he doesn't defend. But It's like getting Jokic again. Jokic hasn't been better defensively. He has. He has, but yeah. we're saying the backup. Oh, so Jokic hasn't been bad defensively for like two years now. No, 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 no. no we're talking He's about been average. He's been average. So Marcus Cousins is below average. He is. Yes. That's the point. I'm saying no. We're style. saying for the backup center because who's the backup center? Now? DeAndre Jordan. Is Zeke Nagy? Zeke, Zeke, Zeke Nagy been disappointed in us? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. He got a and new Zeke, clip though. Zeke Nagy he shot that three. It's just like that too. Hey, textbook. Textbook. Hey, textbook. Wrist formation. Yeah. Right. Uh, Lakers started JT. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. LeBron's not playing. Who else? I thought they would move Russell. My fault for thinking they would move Russell Westbrook. No, no, no. Same on me. Yeah. So. I have them as a contender. Uh, I think they're kind of where Brandon was talking about with the with the Mavericks, where like maybe you want to make you know an in- maybe an incremental move in the offseason to like become like a true contender. Mm. But yeah, I'd say I I think probably if if Murray can start to kind of like put some games together going into the home stretch, going into the playoffs, I think. They'll they'll be a live dog, but as everybody said, the ceiling is basically where how how um, Murray and MPJ play. But I think I have a little bit more faith in Murray than MPJ if I have to rely on somebody in the playoffs to be that second option. And the to, the yeah, thing is, if if Murray gets to where Murray needs to be, I think they're still a contender, even if Michael Porter doesn't necessarily reach his goal. Yeah. Exactly, because yeah. Mur- Murray's supposed to be the second best player on the team. If he mm-hmm. gets to where he was performing in the the bubble, right? Mm. Yeah. If he gets not necessarily dropping fifty points in a game, but you know, if he's back to being their perimeter scoring option when they need a bucket in isolation, because Jokic is as great as he is, he can create as many shots. But the defense is sending doubles and triples. People got to knock down shots, uh, and that's why they bought KCP and Bruce Brown in for it. Bruce Brown and KCP also defend as well. But KCP Jamal, well. mm-hmm. he has, and mm-hmm. Jamal Murray has to be able to you know get his buckets on the perimeter. And make the defense worry about something other than Jokic. But right now, KCP. right now they they not even worried about it. Gotta be there down in the Mitchell. KCP had another former Laker that's playing well. Um, most of the <laughs> who do we trade him for? Yeah. Ah, great. Uh, <laughs> the guy in Russell Westbrook, <laughs> Sixth man of the year. Ooh, you know he's the uh, odds favorite right now. For real? Yes. Have you seen the true super percentage? It's like forty-one. I saw you posted today. Yeah. Yeah, that's like really this. insane. That's the, 41%. Yeah, that's 41 bad. in true shooting is crazy. Next thing we want to do, we'll stay in the West because there's another time for um, yeah, first place, which is Memphis. Mm. Um, where John did say, yeah, we're about nobody in the West. Oh, I was going to say that before. He didn't proceed to lose like six. Yeah, he told us. Hey, good. So, hmm, this is tough. I don't see it. It's I'm pretending because John Morant is a top 10 player in the league. So, <laughs> and, you know, Jaron Jackson's. Starting to come back to form, I think so. And Steve Adams is on a rated big man in the league. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is, I don't know if y'all been paying attention. I don't know what's up with Desmond Bain. That's, Ever since he came back since injury, yeah. he's been god awful. Really? So, yeah. yeah. Like, he's really been bad. very bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, he hasn't even hit 20 points in like 
five, seven straight games. You turned to P.J. Tucker. <laughs> Look like him. Nah, that's what I'm saying. P.J. Tucker don't shoot. That's uh, man shooting at you. You know who is going to shoot it? Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, they got two Dylan Brooks on the team right now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, two Dylan Brooks. It's mm. hard to win the playoffs. They still want to get Yeah, games, that, that offense without Ja looks crazy sometimes. Yeah. But uh, that that is Ty, Ty Jones not that. Bad. Yeah, no, he's, he's, a, he's, a, good he's a good point guard, but it's like he's 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 yeah, the shot creators because a lot of the time they stagger John Desmond Bain's minutes because they expect Desmond Bain to be the twenty four point per game score he was again. Because some people were telling us that it was the best backcourt in the league. That was a lie. But, um... I don't think that was that crazy. At the no, time, that's at, not that crazy. Yeah, that yeah. was that crazy. Okay. <laughs> you predicted the injury? It was no, I, I predicted him to not average 25. That's oh. insane. Desmond Bain, come on. Oh. Yeah, that's not... But, yeah, I... Progression of his stats. I'd say pretender. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I see the, the potential for the team to eventually be a contender. But I don't know if I've said this on this podcast. But I don't know if they're... They'll ever reach their full potential as a team until Jaron Jackson is yeah. playing the five, and they're not going to put mm. him at the five until he's getting rebounds like a real big man does. Jaron Jackson be having games where he gets three rebounds a game, and so you got to keep Stephen Adams. I mean, no, no, he he's was doing that. Steven no, no, Adams. he was doing that before Stephen Adams got oh, there, though. Ad and like, I didn't really love the Jonas Valanciunas for Stephen Adams trade last year because I'm a big guy on spacing, and Jonas Valanciunas can at least sit on the perimeter yeah. and have the threat of knocking down a shot. And sometimes the paint seems a little clogged, but Steven Adams and John Morant have a good two-man game going. Mm-hmm. But I think the team can really unlock itself if Jaron Jackson was at the five. Um, I thought Brandon Clark was the four. Maybe they need to find somebody to play the four for them. Um, he plays Iron Williams there for real. If he reaches mm-hmm. that potential, they could. Mm-hmm. But Jaron Jackson eventually got to be a man and go get some rebounds so they can just let Steven Adams, you know. Come on, yeah. Steven Adams is only 29. I'm saying right. like he's about to go retire, right. but... Just like when it's crunch time. Jaren yeah, Jaron Jackson needs to be at the five in crunch time. And yeah. I'd assume they do so in the playoffs. But at times, you just never know how he's going to go against players like Jokic. Um, even Draymond could be out there bullying him. They, they kind of like the big men they got off the bench, too. Trying to think. I, I can't, not yeah, I can't pronounce his name. Oh, no, he plays the four. Oh, he nice. He nice. So they would like to have him at the four and Jaren Jackson at the five. Yeah, they hate Brandon Clark for some reason. I don't know mm. what he did. He, uh, Whenever they got the new coach, Brandon Clark, they hate Brandon Clark. <laughs> they can come to Boston, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Pretender, I knew this Pretender at the start of the season before he even started, honestly. Um, I don't know people have him. Their first seed, which is cool. Um, I'm not that surprised at their first seed because the West has just been so, it's so much parody right now. Um, but looking at the offseason, they traded DeAnthony Melton for Danny Green, who's an ESPN analyst. And then they <laughs> they added three rookies to their rotation. He's a podcaster. Get it straight. My bad. My no, no, no. He's, he's on ESPN. He's on ESPN. Hold on. He's still got he's the same first, No, he's the same, first he's, active he's player to be on ESPN and uh, right. an active NBA player at the same time. You know, he's not really active. No, he was driving. No, no, no. JJ Reddick was a podcaster. He just got on the ESPN. Uh, yeah. right. He's still got that Mohawk at 37 years old. <laughs> He, I think he does. I don't think he, cut. he has a bullseye, bullseye tattoo. Really? Yes. Yeah, man. You never seen yeah. How many more? What they say? Is he a brother? Is he a cornball brother? <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I don't. I didn't believe. I don't believe him. Still. Um, I know what I meant to ask. You said uh, the quote that Josh said. Should I do it to him? <laughs> <laughs> Should I do it to him? 
That was funny. But, um, that was hilarious. Would he get suspended for that? Can he get no, 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 no. No, you nah, just nah. got to pay the money to the guy. If they got yeah. video of him actually doing it, probably. Nah. Yeah, it was video. Hold on, yeah. The Draymond just spit up. You know how long they held that Camaro video. That, 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 <laughs> that video dropping right before the, uh, semi- the uh, second round of the playoffs, man. They got the video. Trust. If that was in a public gym, the video was on. Trust me. They just waiting to drop it. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. You're right. So, someone somebody threw the ball at yeah. you. They flipped the camera on. Yo, this like, yo. <laughs> yo, this John Morant. Like you wouldn't even you, you can't even see what he's gonna say in the video. It's just <laughs> he put his chin on his shoulder. And then this man said, yeah. <laughs> Seventeen. He ain't even know how old he was. He thought he was a grown man. Facts. Yeah. Stole a high schooler. You yeah. go ahead though. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I got one more thing. Why did the high school just let Josh walk up like that? And then when he heard him ask, he's seventeen. He's a little boy. Why he keep standing there? He should have ran, man. It's John Moran. He, he didn't, didn't, he didn't think he was gonna do something. He right, if he ran, he's gonna climb. He's gonna chase him down. He's seen the high school. I'm about to say, yeah, this period. Yeah, 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 the ankles out. Yeah. Come on, man. I don't blame him. Now he probably was like, he's an NBA player. He's not gonna hit me for real. Because then I'm assuming. He saw. He saw. He probably ain't even think about that for real. He told his parent, "Oh, what happened to your eye? John Moran punched me. Oh, we saw him. That was the me." Money Jock bag. Red? Demetrius? Demetrius. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that gritty boy? Oh, <laughs> gritty boy. Number 12 for the Grizzlies. Gritty boy. They said it was in Tennessee, too. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, oh, he, he, oh. At home? Oh, yeah, man. man. Like, he wasn't this even was back, in, back in South Carolina. They set him up. They set him up. Yeah. Like JB and JG both said, I mean, I got him as a pretender. Uh, I love Jock. One, mm-hmm. one of my top five players right now. Like, favorites. Not top five in terms of NBA. God, no. Uh, so I love John. I love, and I, you know, it felt like this yeah. was going to be a continuation of what they did last year. But like we said, Desmond Bain, Desmond Bain has regressed, and I think with, between that and what CT said about Triple J, I just don't see them. I don't see them advancing too far. Second round, probably, mm-hmm. probably their ceiling in my mind. Second round, I can see them getting to the conference yeah. final. I just don't know them. I mean, and that's okay though, because. It they, is. Yeah. It's not no. always a straight income. We live in a yeah. microwave society, though, so yeah. everybody's ready for stuff to happen so fast. Yeah. yeah. That's all it was. No, I get, I get that. I'm just saying natural progression in terms of yeah. getting like, better. Brooks this situation is fine because I, I believe, you know, there's no reports, you know, where people say, oh, John doesn't like Memphis. You know, there's always reports whenever Dallas loses in the playoffs where it's like, <laughs> is Luka going to ask y'all? It's like they're so worried about the player potentially leaving. Nah, that's the same thing with the job. same thing with the Celtics because Jason Tatum, he loves the Lakers for some reason. Well, love, he loves Kobe. Oh so Lakers fans associate that with, with you know. Yeah. So, you know. He clearly loves the program goal. That dick eating in the playoffs is crazy. You're in the finals, nigga. We're in the, you know, we're in the, you got the Easter Conference Finals. That's crazy. Easter Conference Finals. That's crazy. Game seven. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And he went like 8 for 23. And he Kobe. I'm going to do 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 I bet he did. Yeah, so we're 24. But next team will be probably, well, not probably, it is the hottest team in the league right now. Mm. For Absolutely. So I'll start. I obviously have him as a contender. Um, I thought it was going to be a situation where they were going to need another coach. Jacques Vaughn has uh, proved me wrong. Um, On that front, he's done a very good job. I think, I don't think they needed another coach. They just had to get rid of Steve Nash. 
See, I, I get the, I get what you're saying. Because cause when, when like, I heard reports about like how the shoot-arounds would be too complicated and things of that nature, it'd be like, yeah. Also, it makes like, sense. But. I understand you have KD and Kyrie, like, two of the best ISO, probably ISO players of all time. But it's like, it comes to a point, like, I feel like that was their whole offense. Yeah. I feel like they have more ball movement stuff now. Even still, they still got the ISO players because KD and Kyrie. But they're, the whole team's kind of getting involved, and they actually seem to like their coach. It just seem like they like Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that makes sense, but yeah, that that's just where I was because of the way it looked. But you know, KD's played pretty well. Um, pretty Kyrie's good. had a very underrated season. People haven't yes. really been talking about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's done really well uh, so far. He's you know he stayed out of stayed out of the yeah, stayed out of controversy for a little bit. Yeah, Kyrie's ball for his freedom. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so he stayed out of controversy a little bit, but. Um, yeah, they're just playing well. They've improved defensively, which was like the huge is which is yeah. the biggest thing between them being like a contender and a free yeah. team. Yeah, Mike Claxton is. I didn't know. Good. I was gonna say I didn't know this Claxton was that good on defense. He's looking like I'm not sure what the defensive player of the odds is right now, but he got. Probably Brook Lopez. I think Brook Lopez. No, no, no. He fell off. He got fell off. There's no way Claxton has worse odds than Brook Lopez. But uh, yeah, Nick Claxton has been really good this year. The Bulls just ended the Nets 12-game win streak. That's so unfortunate. Right on time. Right on time. Right on time. I'm about to go away. KD and Kyrie put up, what, 69 points together. Well, yeah, exactly. Pat Williams put up 22. That's crazy. 22? Yeah, DeRozan put up 22. And Vucevic put up 21. So, all that Nicholas Claxton talk just would have done to get beat on the interior. Well, I mean, hold up now. Hold up now. That's one game. That's I know. I'm being facetious. I mean, like... Seth, Seth Curry came up the bench on twenty two for the next. Well, I'd be forgetting he even on the team sometimes. That's the big. That's another. That's a. That was a huge it addition. Is, that they every got. team he on, he the X factor. Royce O'Neal has well, zero well, points. I was about to start talking. He, about he's Royce a partial X factor. I think Ben Simmons is like the true X factor. Yeah. So um, I would hope so. Any contract. Anything I was about to say about Royce O'Neal um, not being said now because he went zero for eight. He had zero points. But um, Nick Claxton has been really good this year. Yeah. Um, surprising people because. Looking a little questionable in last year's playoffs. Yes, but uh, I'd say contender. They have, the, have the free throws improved, or is he still um, still struggling? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, uh, Define improved. What percentage would you like to hear to say improved? Like, okay. Sixty-five. At least fifty. Nowhere close. He is forty-six. He's still not at fifty. Nah, man, that, ha- that hack of Claxton go crazy, bro. Joe Harris hasn't. I don't think Joe Harris has been that good this year. Um, he had two points today. But, uh, you know, if he can get things turned around, he's also coming off an injury. So, hopefully, you yeah, know. Be- but he's a shooter, you know. Yeah. Probably, yeah. About say, but that probably helps that you have Seth Curry. So, that way. Yeah. And then you know. once, if you get both of them on the court together, take Royce O'Neal off. Because I ain't talking about him no more. Um, <laughs> and then you got a real solid closing unit five. Um, yeah. You got Kyrie, the two shooters, Joe and Seth, Katie. And then you got... Nick Claxton out there. Just yeah, got to find a way to keep him from getting that might, that might be awful. Yeah, man. that might be we that might We talking about, uh, we talking about offensive basketball. Yeah, come on, man. We talking about going to get a bucket. And they got, they you, got. You think, I forgot about Ben Simmons. Sorry, about, I forgot, forgot about Ben. I don't know. Shouldn't Ben Simmons run a five? He probably should because he get because he's probably a better free throw shooter. We just talking about Nick Claxton on defense, man. I don't know. I mean, but Ben is Ben is. It depends on who you're playing. It depends on who you're playing. You could be playing a team like the Celtics who plays two centers. Then you need Ben Simmons and maybe uh, Nick Claxton on the court. Then you probably take Seth Curry. I do believe that um, Ben Simmons is probably the best perimeter defender for the Nets. You, no, you need Ben Simmons on the court. So I just forgot like, he was on the team. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. you. Need, I forgot you. You need him on the court. 
especially yeah. in the past and having this type of audience of all but, of teams. So would you do team. would you do something where it could be like Katie Simmons Claxon or would one of those three have to well one well either Simmons I would or do something with all with, with it all playing. It depends on if Joe Harris is shooting that ball, you gotta play him in set. You have to. You have to because you can't have two non-shooters on the court in the playoffs. Yeah. If Joe Harris can is able capable. Simmons and Claxton, I don't I don't know. I'm sorry. You can't have especially when you're trying to play isolation basketball with four minutes left in the game. You need to go get a bucket. The paint is gonna be clogged. Yeah, you got Ben clogged. Simmons right there, Nick Claxton right there. As much as you wanna say, yeah, maybe you can just spread them out a little bit. Defense ain't respecting Ben Simmons, right? In yeah, the they, they're standing right. right. And they're definitely not respecting Nick Claxton. Right the they might be running a hack of Claxton, so he I'm might not, not even be able to right. be on the court. Exactly. Actually, we're both on the court. I'm not even sure Katie and Curry get a shot. So they yeah, might just foul Ben Simmons. You, gotta, you, gotta have, if, you yeah. have to have Joe Harris and Seth Curry on the court. Or maybe Royce O'Neal, if or, he, you know. What's that? He's shooting 43% from three this year. I'm acting like, you know, the one game. Is it Wannabe? Oh, Wannabe? Oh, I forgot. He's shooting too. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I think I think Royce O'Neal. Yeah. I, I do think Royce O'Neal is is a part of that five man rotation for now. Yeah. If Joe Harris gets the shot around, it's either him or Royce O'Neal at that point. But I don't know if you can have Claxton and Simmons on the court to close out a game at the same time. Hmm. Okay. Two non shooters in today's league is almost a death sentence if you're trying to close out a game. So, given all the information y'all just gave, I will give my answer now. Um, <laughs> Thank you, kid, for also missing oh, that they lost sorry. and lost their streaks over. What's up? You guys want to say? What's up? I did not know Royce O'Neal shooting 43% from three. He's a free shooter. Yeah, I sure. did not. He's 41% from the field, it's, 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 it's the percentage on his Pokemon percentage. All right, damn. Stop, stop driving in, man. <laughs> um, yeah, Pretender. That's my answer. Mm. I thought Pretender this whole time. I mean, went 12-game streak, cool. Well, it, what, they won... 13 or 14 also? Yeah. So yeah. why did you look at me crazy when I when Pretend I when I went the Nets and when you saw about the Celtics? Pretender would the, the Nets beating the Celtics? Yeah. That's why they look crazy, because they're pretender. The Celtics exactly. are pretender? That's... No, the Nets are pretender. Exactly. So I was looking no, at He was saying that no, I was looking at you like that, I think. Okay. Yeah, somebody was looking at me because I was like, the uh, Nets? And he was like You know, I don't believe in them, man. You don't believe in the, the Nets team or you don't believe in KD and Kyrie in the, the playoffs? The that's Nets, the team. The Nets if mm. if stuff goes wrong, mm. the Nets kind of remind me of a team that you know we they use this phrase for the Cowboys a lot. What can go wrong will go wrong. Yes, is the Nets remind me of that recently? But I'd like to believe that you know I mean, Kevin Durant and Kyrie can figure things out for this year because Kyrie's contract wasn't renewed. He's supposed to be a free agent. Um, so I'm I'm assuming you know they don't know what's happening in the next year. You know Kyrie's been you know with his best behavior recently. And- Hopefully, every, if everybody stays healthy, I'd like to think that this is a team that can compete. But I see what I yeah. can see where he's about. To I would say if they had. I'm sorry, Jay, but if they have a freer flowing offense, could play all time. That could probably help too. Because the biggest thing against the Celtics was you were putting KD or or Kyrie at the top of the key, and then the whole defense was just able to focus on them because mm-hmm. they were the whole offense. Whereas now, if you're moving and cutting and passing everything, and you got the shooters out there, like CT says, you have more options that you have to deal with. That team, was, that team was playing Blake Griffin, man. Like, yeah, I'm just joining. Yeah, I'm just Come on. But even still, just we talk about all the players on the team. That's part of the problem. It's, it's such thing as having too much depth. The Clippers have a good mm-hmm. balance of where there are enough. Well, with Kawhi missing games, of course, there's enough versatility. I don't think this will happen. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's gonna happen. Is it? I didn't like, I'm saying you up, right? To say there you go. Yeah. Um, all their players are different. You got. Seth Curry, Joe Harris, Patty Mills, all just three-point shooters. That's it. You got 
Well, and YouTube Watanabe also, from my assumption. Yeah. Um, oh, TJ Warren, too. I've been saying oh, TJ Warren. Yeah, TJ, yeah. It's all these players that you're forgetting to mention because it's Mark a lot of them that deserve time. He's not playing. He's, He's not. not. Dayron Shop not playing either. But <laughs> all these people are supposed to get time, right? How so, so it's almost like the 2019 Celtics in terms of having a whole bunch of shot creators? Or? Not shot creators. It's just redundancy of yeah. muster depth. And it's okay, okay. to a point where you can't even play anyone to get enough rhythm except for Kyrie and KD. And Ben don't need rhythm because he's not shooting the ball anyways. But yeah. you think of the five best players. Even for a shot. Right, my bad. He don't do that. The he five best players you can't put them on the floor together. That's the big shots. problem also. So I, I, <laughs> I like classing when he's done this season. Very solid season, right? Yeah. But... If you want Ben, where you said Ben should be at five. Yeah, well, he said this. In closing yeah. units. That's not going to happen because Ben don't go. He can't. Can't, go. can't or won't? Probably both. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I, so well I will say it's just like a shooting. It's just like a shooting. I haven't seen him do a consistent base he played with Joel Embiid. But I know Ben as a roamer on defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's as, where he's at his best. Right? Yeah, he's not much of a. He's a going based on defense around Ben Simmons. But he's also he's also great one on one. Yes. But the, and that's it. Main so issue not a is. Like exactly. Yeah, the main main issue is Ben Simmons is so good at multiple things on defense, but at the same time you can only let him do one thing. But he's their only defender in that primary lineup. KD's a pretty mm-hmm. decent help defender. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And if you have Royce O'Neal, Royce O'Neal is decent enough. Yes. Um, on the defensive end. But if you have Seth Curry out there, Kyrie out there, Kyrie tries. Um, he does. Seth Curry is not known for trying. Um, Joe <laughs> Harris, you know, you got his ankle reconstructed. You got to excuse yeah. him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's all, defense is about effort a lot of the time. But sometimes some people don't have enough to give, you know. They, and they do have the 10th best defense in the league right now. Mm-hmm. But I just don't believe in it's withstanding that long, especially in the playoffs. Where they have so, you think, so you think once teams actually get the game plan, it'll be... Tougher they, for the defensive. Their players have enough holes in their game where they can, every single one of them can be picked apart, pretty much, except KD. Yeah, because I know, I know for sure, like, the Seth's on the court, they're going to try to go ahead. That looks like easy money. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Joe Harris, and Kyrie, and Patty Mills, and Vincent. forgot about Patty Mills. <laughs> so, yeah. But oh. are there any, uh, any other teams left? Uh, yeah, there's a few teams left, okay. but one more extensive. It's up to y'all. If this is one or not, Pelicans. Oh, that's a hard one. Ah, uh, we haven't mm. seen them at full strength lately. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna and we're not gonna see them at full strength for a few weeks because they oh, just yeah. came out the Zion's out for a few weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm a, I'll start this off. This this My is clockwork. It's probably pretty premature, and I'll probably look crazy look like in two three months when I say this. But I'm gonna say they're a pretender. I agree. Because even though they have guys in Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and a guy who they McCullough was a really good third option, they just don't have. They don't have their long, they don't have a Lonzo ball. They don't have a guy that can like set them up, get them in their offense. I feel, it feels like the Celtics from last year, but without the defense. They don't have that playmaker who can like you know settle everybody down, get them in the offense, well, and make things happen. But let them finish first. Let them finish first. I mean, but, yeah, but that's that's why I'd say uh, CCT had a rebuttal. I don't know if CJ isn't that guy. I just don't know that we've known him to be that guy throughout his career. I think CJ can be a point guard. He's yeah. at that point. Being a point guard isn't necessarily, you know, racking up the assists because the ball yeah. oftentimes won't be in his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, you need the guy to settle offense down, settle the team down as a whole, being that team leader. Celtics didn't have that. Um, we had Marcus Smart at point guard. Marcus Smart is a team leader. Well, he doesn't have the ability to, you know, set up guys off the dribble the way that you would want your point guard to do. I think the difference with C.J. McCollum is, of course, his whole career he's been a scorer first. But I do think I've we've seen him this year be selfless enough 
where he's recognized that the younger players on this team, Zion and Brandon Ingram, are the people who the, the team needs to play play around. Um, I do think they're a pretender just because I just don't know if they're ready yet. Yeah. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it because I think Brandon Ingram and Zion are high-level high talents to the point where they may have one of the most talented rosters in the West, and that could carry them to the playoffs. Their depth isn't as strong as other teams may be, but they have, you know, they have 3 and D players. They have lockdown defenders like Herb Jones. Um, Trey Murphy is a great defender. He also mm-hmm. knocks down the three. Um, so they have the role players around them. Jonas Valanciunas. He may not be the perfect big next to Zion, but like I mentioned earlier when the Grizzlies traded him, he's somebody who's respectable enough from the three-point line where the paint isn't clogged. That's when I, when Steven As was with, with, with mm, Steven As was with the Pelicans, I hated it. Because yeah. he was clogging the paint with Zion, and that's who really needs the paint open. But Jonas Valanciunas is able to keep the paint open. So they have the roster, but at the same time, they're still a young team. Um, they run into a more experienced team or a team that has already been in that playoff situation, I could see them losing in that series. Think about it, though. In the West, that's the main first team since they deep into the playoffs. The deepest team, you would say Denver, you could say the Clippers. The mm-hmm. Warriors. Yeah, go see. Right now in this moment. But, see, the, the teams that... I don't even know if we have these teams on our list, but the Warriors and Clippers... The Warriors are, way, the Warriors are in a completely different tier than the Clippers. But the Clippers have Kawhi. Don't really know what Kawhi is at this point in his career. Yeah. We do know what PG is, though. We And, you know, I think PG got that monkey off his back. I said that, you know, PG got the is monkey off his back, the, the playoff performances. Man, I just, I'm just i so glad we got this opportunity to talk about the Clippers, man. But I think oh, the Clippers wow. have – wait, wait, wait. Hey. <laughs> the Clippers, you know, they're an experienced playoff team where they've made the deep runs, but they're, they've been looking towards making that finals run. They, they had the opportunity. Kawhi got hurt. PG tried his best two years ago, gave it his best effort. Looked like they almost had it, but the Suns were just a better team. But the Clippers are an experienced team, and the Warriors to a different degree. They saying Steph might come back in a couple weeks. It's looking crazy for uh, the West if he does, because the Warriors really figured themselves out um, with him and Wiggins. Now, I don't even know when Wiggins is supposed to come back. Yeah. But um, if the war- if a team runs into a team like the Warriors, the Warriors are more experienced, know what to do in different moments. The Pelicans have not been there. They played the Suns last year, and I don't know if any of us are going to say the Suns are contenders this year. But, you know, the Suns have been there, too, so they, they, they know the moment. The Pelicans know the playoff atmosphere, but they don't know that, that Warriors playoff atmosphere. It gets a little different against the Warriors mm-hmm. and maybe against the Clippers, too. So, really quickly, to go back to the Pelicans, do you think... We've had him Yes. Yeah, good points. So, you <laughs> didn't hear his very last point? What point? He said the Warriors playoff atmosphere is different, He's... and then he said maybe the Clippers. Let me let that slide. Okay. The Warriors part definitely true. Uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah I don't know what, what Clippers... <laughs> Steve Ballmer yelling at you in the face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Man. Dude, why am I? No, so I was just gonna say. Why am I put Brandon Ingram? Man? Do you think this is crazy? Do you think it's? Like, I mean, it's I guess we all have an idea of what it should be, but do you think the Pelicans are still figuring out their packing order between Zion and? Do we? Brandon? Do we know what, it? What, what packing order? Because we haven't. When I'm it? assuming it would be Zion as the one and and um, like, Brandon throughout the stretch of the game. I'm confused about that. Are they are the players confused? No, I'm saying, no, no, do you no. think they're still? Do you think they still need to figure this out? What's the last time Brandon Ingram played? Have it? When is Brandon Ingram coming back? I don't know. He doesn't play. This but the thing is, yeah, they came back. I he, yeah, he's been out for a He just came back. He just came back games ago. Okay, oh, but dang. the thing, the thing is, when Brandon Ingram was out, 
that was like the first time where Zion was able to work on his ability to close games out. And there were multiple games where he was closing the game out with the ball in his hands. It wasn't just people dumping the ball off to him. He was able to do stuff. He was getting the ball off the catch, bringing the ball up the court and doing things. We as fans hadn't really seen it as often because, one, he wasn't playing. And, two, when he did play, Brandon Ingram was their team's closer. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that because Brandon Ingram is a pretty good closer in today's NBA. But Zion is, yeah, he's the number one on that team. But at that point in time, Brandon Ingram was the closer because he's the person who scores at all three levels. We've seen him do it before. We can foresee him doing it in the future. Zion is doing it now, too. So maybe it's not a 1A, 1B situation. Maybe the Pelicans want Zion to be the closer, the guy who closed out games for them. But, you know, it's, it's nice to have a Brandon Ingram, too. But I'd still want to see Brandon Ingram come back into the fold and see how it goes with Zion being the clear number one. Yeah, I was going to say, another potential nasty question. Because, of course, Zion can act... Because Zion <laughs> can actually dribble... Take this off. That was crazy. <laughs> Zion can actually dribble, but, like... Did you think it could be a Kobe and Shaq situation where Zion, where Zion dominates early and then Brandon Ingram takes over? Who's it, Kobe? Brandon Ingram. And who's the shot? Zion Williamson. Okay. This is why you I said Kobe and nasty question. Hey, I mean... Can we, can we give our answers and then we wrap it up? Should we answer that? No, no, no. Not, no, no. Answer that. Should we answer that? Should we answer that? Yeah, we didn't answer that. Yeah, I'm going to keep it. Yeah, I'm going to keep mine quick. Pretender, but not because of Ingram designs, because of the point guard CJ McCollum. Okay. Uh, it was hard, but I'm going to say contender. Um, I think that's similar to the Grizzlies last year. They'll probably face a more veteran team and lose, but I like what I've seen with Zion. I think this might be his coming out year. Pause. Can I say pause? I don't think you had to say pause. Alright, so I'm gonna do a quick just name team. I'm gonna say pretender. Alright. First team I'm gonna say Dallas Mavericks. Pretender. 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 Y'all both said contender. He said, he said, pre-time. That's all I got trying to think. Dude. Right now, they're fourth in the West, I think. Or third? Six. Six? I'm going to, I'm going to say four games. How far are they from first? Four games. I'm going to say contender because Kawhi, if, you, if your team is built around Kawhi and Paul George and you have pretty good depth, I'm, I'm going to say this. saying this since they got there. They ain't pulling up and stop saying that. I believe in the Clippers, but just to be that person, I'm going to say pretender. So the Jaylen's are together. It's like, I get it. The potential, it sounds so it's good. There. It looks real great on 2K when we play. Oh, oh, yeah. In real life, do both of them actually play? Woo! Hey, I put a 45 in today on 2K. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know, man. I mean, they lost this game, but. You doing stuff like this? Seven for thirteen from three. Last team I got to mention them. Um, Cavaliers. Pretender. Contender. Pretender. Okay. 
I loved out team by Miami. Oh, right. Oh, Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved out Miami. I loved out Portland. Lottery. Lottery. Tank for me. Sacramento. I mean... I'm happy for Sacramento. They yeah, man. I like that meme, man. Like that meme, man. That's all we got. Yeah. All right. We want to thank y'all for tuning in with us again. Uh, this will be again just Brian, DeMarco, Jalen, uh, whatever else they name I got. OG, my bad. CT, Christian, uh, sports fan, JG, Mr. Mr. Late Man, uh, Caleb, producer. Uh, we're going to do a collective. Should I do it to him as we, as we head out? <laughs> <laughs> right? One, All right. One, two. two.